and welcome to Ghostly. Hey, hey. we're back. Yeah, surprise. surprise. This is a bonus episode. Bonus. Um, because last year we had so much fun doing the prediction episode with Jacob Mayfield uh, that we not only brought one Mayfield, we brought two Mayfields here. We have <laughs> the Mayfields. Yay. We're here. We're here. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so we have Jacob and we have Shane. And uh, yeah, they wanted to do another prediction episode with us. And you guys said that you loved it. So we thought we would just do it. Yeah. So excited. Thank you guys for, for being so here. Much. Welcome to back to Ghostly. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for having us. Oh, I know. First of all, if you are listening, we are at Ghostly World headquarters right now. <laughs> and whatever you think it looks like, it looks exactly like that. <laughs> Nicole. No, I'm kidding. Nicole, keep driving. You're doing great. Um, so thank you for having us in your home. And I think we're ready. We've prepared three forms of divination. I always think this is such a fun time to explore different forms of divination and fortune telling. So we're going to explore three different areas of the occult sciences today. So exciting. And I, what I love, too, is that you're always very thoughtful of uh, these are things that the listeners that you guys can learn and do mm -hmm. on your own. Yeah, so this yeah. is really, really exciting. Now, wait, really quick. Can we do a callback to last year? Yeah. Ah! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, Pat, why don't you remind listeners what what happened? Oh, I don't remember the specifics of it. I mean, because I'm skeptical, so it ah, goes in one ear true. out the all other right, for right. me. So, Jacob, but... why don't you tell us, what was your prediction that you gave us that was going to happen? Right. So, first of all, if you've not heard the episode from 2021, please go back and listen. Yes. Great episode. Love the hosts. <laughs> um, but some things that were predicted was the appearance of a fool or a comedian. Yeah. Um, letters occurring, a lot of success for Ghostly. And this was probably, I'm going to say it, as your number two fan, like one of your mm -hmm. most successful and productive and exciting years. You had celebrity guests. You were interviewing people from all over. Um, but I would say, and and I'm always very cautious with saying this, um, I would say overall, all the predictions quite accurate. So please, you be the judge. Go back, listen. Yeah. And we would love to hear you in the Ghostly Facebook group. Yes. Are all your listeners in the Facebook group? Well, no, not be. all of them, what? but they should they be. They yes. should be. Yes. Ghostly Society, look it up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, well, so this was exciting. So it was weird because you predicted that we were going to get a, a letter, a very yes. important letter. Mm -hmm. And who, letter, I mean. Yeah. But then if we interpret letter, in the more modern sense mm -hmm. of the word, uh, we did get a very important Twitter DM. Yeah. Uh, that is who uh, invited us uh, to um, have Terry Carnation on Ghostly. It was, it was Rain Wilson. I'm just going to put it out there. Just Rain Wilson. Say, uh, and it was very, very exciting. It was yeah. a great year. And uh, so, and yeah. We, so I, I think exciting. you even predicted the month it was going to happen in, yes. too. Yes, Because you said, like, March. And it was either March or it was, like, early April. Yeah. So you were spot on. Yeah. I, I, I'm scared, actually. I know. Who knows what's going to happen mm. at this at the studio. Yeah. Yeah, right. right? Are we exciting. gonna get the rock on the podcast? Is Maybe. that what's gonna happen? I mean, I think this <laughs> is, is what you're hoping for. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, really but I mean, know that I I mean he's yeah. all right. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's probably a skeptic, so I would definitely want him on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I'd be intrigued. Um so what we did today is um Shane and I were talking and we decided to focus on three elements of divination or fortune telling. Mm. So today we're gonna explore um something that you've probably actually done yourself. Um something from an earlier ghostly episode this year and an 
an, a longtime favorite. So I think sometimes when people think of divination or fortune telling, they think it's something that happens elsewhere, like in a movie or in a far off place, or it's done by uh, people who are othered. Um, however, most of us have done divination or fortune telling before and didn't even really register as that. And I think the perfect example is the cootie catcher. Now, has anyone here ever used a cootie catcher before? Oh, uh, yes. Um, you know, I don't, I didn't know what it was until you brought it here. And once once I see it, now I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what that was. I, All the girls in grammar school did that. Everybody mm, had so. one on the playground. I didn't do everybody. it. I, I, also, I grammar just, school, Pat. Yeah. He's, he's city. I'm he's city, city, south side. Oh, yeah. there, was, there was no middle school for me, so I went straight from eighth grade to high school. Mm -hmm. So it was grammar school. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, but, that's where I learned this grammar that I have now. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, definitely grade school and middle school for sure. Yeah. I, but I'm going to I'm going to admit something. Mm -hmm. I never knew how to make one. Really? I mean, I yeah. used them quite a bit. I may have tried to do it and failed uh -huh. miserably, but I never learned how to make one of these. But uh, I definitely use them often. So often. for you, you, it was like a device that was like gifted on to you by someone with like right. secret knowledge. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, I never made, it was definitely uh, like I didn't ever put the words on it okay. or like anything like yeah. that. So it was always very mysterious, but yet, you Wasn't know. Wasn't it usually like fun. numbers on it or something too? Numbers and colors. Numbers, yeah. well, and for our listeners, we do have a little surprise for you. I'm curious, and we didn't really talk about this earlier. Have you ever used a cootie catcher, Shane? Yeah. I didn't know. It was He's like, know. um, yeah. yeah Although, like, looking at it, I didn't know it was called a cootie catcher. What'd you call it? A thingamajigger? I, yeah, right. I don't know. I, don't I know. I keep I thinking there was like you. another name, but fortune I can't. Fortune teller, think. maybe? Maybe just fortune teller. But... I know all y'all in the Midwest have your own name for everything. Change from California. <laughs> Dude. Oh, wow. But I will tell you. I think once I once I did learn how to make them, I was obsessed with making them as large as possible. Like with butcher paper. Ooh. Oh, super and like interesting. And like actually massive where you have to like really like get in there and make it work. But yeah. I couldn't, I mean like you calling it a cootie catcher for the longest time, mm -hmm. I was like, what is that? Wait, so you knew what, but like you were familiar with this and you could well, make it. Well, once you showed you it to it? me. So. Yeah, I can make one. I mean, so like, here's the thing. In case you don't know what we're talking about. Yes. It is that thing that where you like would put your fingers in the sides and it can go in and out. Mm -hmm. Side to side. Yeah, it, it's origami. It's, yes. um, it, you know, we always think of, you know, elementary school, piece of loose leaf paper, carefully folded. Yes. Um, on the exterior, there's normally like four colors. Yes. And then inside there might be numbers or letters or words. Um, and my first question, because I always love doing the uh, ghostly for so many reasons, but I always love like the research on it because I'm very nerdy. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But it was like, when did this start? Oh, and this is crazy. Yeah, because right. it's like, what is it from the 80s, the it, 90s, is it the from 50s? A, a million years ago. The 1780s? Did Egyptians <laughs> do it? I don't know. Um, so the first book I could find with instructions on how to make it was a 1928 book <gasps> called Fun with Paper Folding, but it was for a salt seller. Um, so imagine taking a cootie cup. Seller <laughs> spelled C-E-L-L-A-R. Oh. Yes. There, there might so, be a typo in my note. Shape. Seller. Okay. Yes. Yes. okay. Um, so like a place that you'd put salt. Oh, I was thinking, oh. okay, that makes sense. Okay. So, um, oh, when you flip it over. Yes. yes. So you, you flip it over, and if you flip it over, my you'll little, see there's like compartments, and you could like- My little seasonings. Oh. Your seasonings. Your, your bits. Oh, that would be good for camping, too. Yeah. Right? And oh. I feel like as a kid, I once saw this as like something at a party where they're like, you can put candy, and you're like, M-nems. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, I don't know. That's I see. You could. All right. Not enough M&Ms. Okay. Um, anyway, the first book I could find referencing it as a fortune teller was in 1959, and the book was called "The Lore and Language of School Children." It's actually an Oxford Press book, so like a you know yeah. reliable mm. book source. Um, and what I thought was so interesting about this book is it made an interesting note about how it was a perfect um, device for kids because it was small in size. And kids have small hands. So unless like, Shane mm-hmm. makes it. Right, unless Shane makes it. Right? Out of butcher paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought that was interesting because accessibility plays a huge role in divination. Right. So palmistry, overall, popular throughout the centuries because you need a hand and some knowledge. Right. Astrology has kind of waxed and waned in popularity. I think one of the reasons it's really popular now is because we have computers. So before, if you wanted to chart, you needed to know your date, time, location of birth. You had to have all this information. You had to create a chart like on your table. Right. Where now I can just put that into a computer and it's it's done and there's no error. Yeah, and you could print out like 40 pages of information from yeah. that chart. Yeah. I mean, it, it can almost, a lot of it can be automated. Yeah. So it's a special gift. And you know, I love giving ghostly listeners gifts. We have made an official ghostly cootie catcher. What? Yes! That is so cool. It's amazing. It's super fun. So you print it out, you cut it out, you fold it, and you can try it at home. So if you want to see a picture of this, if you go to my Instagram, at Mayfield Magic, that's May like the month, field like a field of flowers, at Mayfield Magic, um, you can see one. But if you want your very own, just go to mayfieldmagic.com slash gift. And there's a free PDF. So I thought we could try this. Yeah. If you want to pause right now, yes. go print it. Print well, it, print we will put out. a link to it in our show notes. Well, we will as well, also do so, that. Yeah. But yeah, if you're go driving check it out. Late. So that, yeah, yeah. If you're wait, yeah, wait. <laughs> yeah. You don't um, want a cootie catcher when you're, but yeah, when you you're driving, I don't think. Well, I was also going to say, like, with the, yeah. really, too, with, the, with like the small hands, what I also liked is it always made me feel like um, I was coordinated and I was not. A coordinated person. Yeah, it's a fun motion to it, do. It's, there's a there's a movement to it, kinetic, yeah. you know, and like that always made me feel like, oh my gosh, look at me doing something, like and not, you know, failing at it. Like, right, like exciting. the success rate's very high once it's made. <laughs> um, so I thought, how about um, if it's okay, how about I'll read your fortune using it, and then we'll put it closely on the spot. Okay, mm. okay. So if you're looking at it, there are four colors, and in each one is a ghostly podcast logo. That's um, so cool, right? What color do you want? Green. G R E E N. And what are the options inside? Skeptic, Rebecca, Believer, Pat, which is it's, actually opposite because right. I think it's Believer, Rebecca. Yeah, <laughs> Skeptic, Pat. You are correct. Fine. It's, it's <laughs> just the way I read it as it was presented to me. It's okay. Um, I'm going to go Believer. B-E-L-I-E-V-E-R. Same four options. Pick one more. Believer. Okay. Believe, do you want me to spell it again or do you want to see your fortune for Believer? It's kind of a... I don't know. Mm. You make the rules. I did, right. Uh, we'll spell believer one more time. B-E-L-I-E-V-E-R. And then... Believer. Again. Re- again. Third time. All right. So here's your fortune for 2022. Trust your intuition in the days to come. Ooh. Okay. Wow. Okay. 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 Now, do you typically trust your intuition? I don't 
don't know. <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> I don't know if I trust right. myself enough. I don't that. trust mine. Yeah. <laughs> None of these said like leave your husband, which was a careful design choice on my ah, part. <laughs> I see. Oh, good, 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 good. All right. Yeah, All right. Rebecca, you want to do mine? Oh, 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 or no, what's your Oh, okay. He has a plan. I thought you uh, were no, going to say them what? On the spot, no, I'm Jacob. I'm going to have you you two do it. Do oh, okay. Try? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> You're like ready. <laughs> I got it. I can't fold it, but I can do it. Of course I'm going to pick red. Of course. Of course. Okay, R-E-D. And I'm going to go, because I can only see Rebecca and Believer from that point of view. So I'm going to go Rebecca. No, there's also... It's well, it was just pointed skeptic, at me. It was pointed Rebecca at me believer. in the way. Okay, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Rebecca. Okay, that Rebecca spell Red. That. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> R-E-B-E-C-C-A. All right, pick. I'm gonna go skeptic. Skeptic. All right. I'm not doing Jacob's thing. We're as far yeah. as I know, you do it twice oh. and you get your fortune. <gasps> That's how I remember it. Regional mm-hmm. differences. Yes. <laughs> you will soon be a light for others in your life. Aren't I already? I was say you're I mean, not already, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All, All right. right. You're gonna. You're gonna. I'm gonna. I, you, I can try. Do you want to try? try to have do you ever it? done this, Pat? I yeah. don't. I've <gasps> never done this. No. no. Way. Okay. Yeah. You have. So you can okay. pick any three of us. You can pick Rebecca, yeah, myself, Jacob. Yeah, or Jacob the hasn't motion done it yet. So it's what you it's said very is the best. Yeah, it's, it's so, so satisfying. satisfying. <laughs> you could also do it, it for it yourself. It is really that cool. That doesn't seem as fun, though. No, no, no. Uh, Jacob, I'm okay. going to do it for you. Um, I'm going to go with blue. B-L-U-E. I'm going to go with Pat, since you're doing okay, it. Okay, that's easy for me to spell, then. Yes. <laughs> P-A-T. And let's go with um, Rebecca. From okay, so I'm so just going to read it, it then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Isn't it then. satisfying, Pat, though? I saw you being like, yeah. oh. It is. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah. You're like, this is why the girls all did this. Well, you might not like this, though, because <gasps> you need to consider your choices carefully. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you could see the looks that are being exchanged <laughs> at the table right now. <laughs> and speaking of the table, if you want to see what this looks like, yes. you can go on Instagram. But even better, make your own. Do it yeah. with your friends. Tell them about Ghostly. I wear my Ghostly t-shirt in the most obnoxious places and i will start a conversation about this with anyone yeah it's super anyone. fun the t- they will say the t-shirt does uh bring bring the story it's, 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 it's you're, you're a walking conversation piece yes exactly um so i will be very cautious fun. in the days to come yes mm. just the days to come why was mine so ominous <laughs> <laughs> else was very light. because i'm reading it that's right. the reason why the skeptic reads it and it's going to be dark it's then. all very scary well and the fun yeah. thing is you can do i mean especially if you don't make even though, even if you make it yourself, mm-hmm. you can do it to yourself. Yeah. And yeah. you can do I this mean, with kids, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think kids would like it. Oh, yeah. 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 I think this fortune teller, I'm going to say it's rated um, G. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For a Easily. good time. There's, yes. I, there's nothing too scary about it. I None of the- Well, except for consider your choices carefully. Ah! <laughs> but you know what? Some That's kids just need good advice. Us. Yeah. I'm going to take a little peek around. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely something you could do with kids. Mm-hmm. Um. And also very fun, you know. It's kind of at least in the Midwest, you know, we're going into our twelve month winter now, right? <laughs> um, so it's nice to have something that you can like <laughs> make at home to while away the hours. Yeah, right. Um, while you're watching Cobra Kai or something, <laughs> right. you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> for the second form of divination, oh, I almost said something. Uh, for the <laughs> second form of divination, I thought we could um, explore egg divination. Oh, um, wait, egg divination. Egg. Yeah. 
So, and the reason I thought egg divination was uh, earlier this year, I appeared on your Salem Witch Trials episode. You did. you did. Which was uh, our fifth most downloaded episode in 2021. Yeah, super exciting. Or, yeah, fifth or fourth. I don't remember. Fifth or fourth. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. Anyway, it's up in the top. There's time left if you want to get those numbers. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. It was a great episode. (laughs) It was a good episode. Lots of good info. Yeah. And what's interesting with the same witch trials is we have primary source documents that tell us that what of like what caused it. And it's divination with eggs. And to bring you up to speed, if you're not a historian and or have recently listened to this episode, I have a little quote from history.com and it says, end quote. Tichaba cared for the Paris children, and the Paris's daughter and niece were among the first girls who began showing strange symptoms in 1692. The girls had been playing a fortune-telling game that involved dropping an egg white into a glass of water. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, the form the egg white took in the water could help predict whom the girls would marry and show the shapes of their future lives. After, after the girls saw a coffin in one of the glasses, they began barking like dogs, babbling and crying hysterically, end quote. Wow. wow. So that was like the big catalyst moment. Very exciting. Um, and there's different... Yes, what were we going to say? Remind me again where you're... What, what is the source? The source was history.com, which you might know... Which they're not a sponsor, but they should be, though, They should right? be. Yeah. And with such programming as ancient aliens, yes. when it comes to strong historical information. <laughs> strong historical information. Exception. That's my source all the time. Um, but they, yeah. they, I thought they did a very they good job nice of... Job. Kind of distilling down what it's mm-hmm. about. So the technical term for this would be ovomancy or, or umancy. And it's very old. It's even referenced in Harry Potter, if you're a Harry Potter nerd. Oh. Uh, yeah, Professor Talani does o- um, ovomancy with the students. Oh. Wow. I don't rem- Okay, not well. It's, not it's, that I need a reason to reread like the book. It's literally like two sentences. <laughs> it, it's, it's like um, the setting of a chapter. It's like, as they came in, they were all like looking at the eggs oh. and she's talking about it and it goes to a different plot point. Wow. I was Trelawney for Halloween once. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Draco Malfoy for Halloween many a time. Oh, that makes oh, sense. I yeah. could see that. I could yes. see that. Yeah. Many a time. <laughs> Pat, what's your Harry Potter go-to costume? Um, yeah, yeah, Hagrid. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah. And I used to have long hair too, so it went it went with it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. So the, it's called Ophamancy or Umancy. Um. In the Puritan times, it would have been called the Venus glass in reference to like Venus, the Roman goddess Mm -hmm. of love. Um, And I think what's important, thinking back to accessibility with the cootie catcher, this was accessible to Puritans. So it's 1692. Divination with tarot cards didn't really start until the the late 1700s. You're not going to get like a crystal ball in Puritan in like Puritan colonies. But you could get water and an egg, which is what we have here. We're going to try this today. Now, this, now I will admit, off the bat, I'm not an Ovamancy expert. (laughs) (laughs) You're not? Yes. So do you want to tell them what you walked into the other day in our kitchen? I don't know. I'll tell them what you left in the kitchen. Yes. Uh, A whole carton of eggs just sitting out, which is fine because, you know, they tell you that they're only really refrigerated in the United States. But they were just sitting out there, many glasses of water spread out across the kitchen. And I was like, what are you doing? Where are you? What's going on? Can I clean this up? So (laughs) I referenced so many sources. So I'd heard about like the, and you see eggs a lot in folk magic and magical practices. Mm. Fertility stuff, especially. I mean, throughout cultures. I mean, you see it in, I would be very hard pressed to find a culture that has 
well, most cultures have like a folk magic practice sure. of some mm-hmm. degree. I'd be hard pressed to find a country that didn't use eggs in some capacity. Sure. Mm. So with that being said, there were a lot of options going into mm-hmm. this. And I will admit the first few went disastrous. So if you're listening and you're looking for some ovomancy tips, here they come. First one I heard was cracking uh, like a hole into the egg and letting oh. just the mm. white pop out. I remember oh. seeing that. Right. So we did that in our kitchen. <laughs> yeah. You did that. I did that. <laughs> yeah. um, that was okay. That was okay. Um, then, because we're just reading the white. We're not reading the yolk. That's very important. We do gotcha. not read the yolk for divination. Okay. And I couldn't find any source that um, referenced reading the yolk. Sure. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah. People have had eggs for centuries upon centuries. I'm sure someone has used a yolk in divination. I couldn't find a contemporary source or even a historical one. So I tried that. That was a mess. Then we tried different temperatures of water from mm. cold to lukewarm to hot. Now, if it's hot, it will it will scramble the egg. Like ah. if, if you've ever made a poached which, egg. Which is good. Which I mean, I like fine. scrambled eggs. They're they're not bad. Yeah, I will admit, out of all the forms of divination I've tried, this would definitely go into the category of slightly smelly. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. I say this now that I'm in your home with an egg. Um, <laughs> right, right. And I'm actually just thinking, like, do we actually need a second bowl? <laughs> um, well, because we're going to drop. So I tried separating the, the white because that was one suggestion uh-huh. is you separate like a chef would. But many of the resources I found online where you just plop the whole thing in. Okay. Um, yolk and all. Yolk, yolk and all. all. So the yolk... Just we'll crack go, that we're just, we're just, we're right. just ignoring. Yeah. Right. The yolk so the will yolk go, to, will the go to the bottom, yeah. and then the whites will come up to the front, to the top of the bowl. And it more it, for me, I would consider this scrying, which is the idea of ah. what you do in a crystal ball or in a lake or with a mirror, where or even in tassiography, where you're looking at images, but that's only a small part of it. So with tarot cards, you can do a really detailed um, reading, even if you don't believe in anything particularly psychic or new age, mm-hmm. um, if you just have the book. Like yeah. You can just didn't do it. But with things like crystal balls, scrying mirrors, um, ovomancy, you definitely need to kind of exercise that more creative side. Um, and if you've ever tried anything like this before, it reminds me a lot of improv. Because a lot of times... Hey, there imp- you go. You're speaking my language. Everyone at this yeah. table has done improv yeah. with different degrees of success and happiness. Yes. <laughs> um, but in improv, it's a lot of like building on top of ideas, going a direction. And more or less what we're going to do right mm-hmm. now in the air is we're going to crack the egg into a dark bowl. Another important tip, because the whites, we want mm-hmm. to be able to see what we're looking at. Yes. And then we're going to look for different symbols. And Shane is going to look for symbols and shapes. I'm going to look with you. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to interpret them. Yeah, yeah, speaking of Harry Potter, this actually does remind me. They mm-hmm. do do things like this. It's not the egg piece, it, it, but they like tassiography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. always kind of looking, looking for shapes and all of that, and trying to. Have figure you ever it done out. smoke scrying? I have. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Smoke scrying is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Jake tried to do some tassiography on our second date with Greek coffee. Yes. Oh. So and also. <laughs> I'm going to mm-hmm. call out challenge right now, unexpected to everyone in this room, to Nick Magaratis, because he talks about <laughs> doing like coffee grind readings. Yeah. He's also Greek, and I'm also Greek, and I have family members who've, do- who've done that, like who still live in Greece. And that was one of my for- first um, exposures to divination was with like a yaya and like the tassiography with Greek coffee. So I guess I'm calling you out to try it. To try it? Nick? I think Let you've been know. challenged. I don't know if he's done it, but I think. I bet- um, 
Spiro has done it, and he is not Spiro, just for the record. No, he just knows Spiro. Yeah, I would consider doing an appearance with Spiro. You might be. That might that might be able to be arranged. I would not (laughs) want Nick in the room. To be Uh very clear, that would be a caveat. That's true. Yeah, I don't think I've never seen them together. Tell you the truth, no. It's like the sun and the moon. Like they're obviously different. Yeah, obviously, obviously. obviously. So this is what we're going to do. Shane has been warming the egg in his hand and we're setting the intention. I'm going to have you continue. No, I'm going to take over now. (laughs) In a look that only can be described as a look of a married couple. (laughs) So eggs, very sensitive in magic and within folk um, beliefs and superstitions because they're very porous, but also very sturdy. What I'm about to do is I'm going to crack the egg. We are going to plop it in the bowl. We're going to take a moment to see the shapes form. And Shane, I'm just going to have you describe on the air what you're seeing. And I'm going to interpret to the best I can. Now, with this kind of magic, I also do have a book um, with symbols that we would associate with tassiography on hand in case we have to do any research. This episode might run a little longer than expected, uh, but we can cut that out. Hmm. Are you ready? Do you want to crack the egg or do you want me to? You better crack that. You're the one, you know, that's like has the power or whatever it is. Okay, let's do this. All right, we have cracked the egg. We have splashed water all over the beautiful home of the ghostly listeners. Ghostly, well, producers. (laughs) All right. And to kind of just, how would you describe what you're seeing? Because you've never really seen this before, Shane. I'm still looking. Just like, um, Pat, could you describe what you're seeing? Just in a very generic way. I see an egg in water in a bowl. Yes. Yeah. So that is accurate. I would agree with that. Yolk is, is it, definitely on the bottom. Yes. I don't see like, the whites though much. I was going to say like can mm-hmm. you see like um the white like a murky or It doesn't it's not I'm sure if I had gone in there and like stirred it a little I would have some other dimension, but right now both the yolk and the white have sunk into the bottom of the bowl. And what I am seeing closest to me are two doorways. Okay. And then what I'm seeing on the other side of the yolk is actually what looks. So while you look at that, I want to talk about what looks doorways. like a foggy hillside. Now, when okay. I see doorways, the first thing I would think of, especially with two, would be opportunities. And with there being mm. two hosts, I would see this as a year ahead for Ghostly, where there are going to be new opportunities, not only together but independently. Interesting. Whoa. We're splitting up. Um, no, not splitting, splitting up. up the it's show. All one egg. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was think... going to start skeptically. <gasps> I mean, the skeptic podcast. That's all right. I, that's fine. <laughs> I've got an idea for my own two doorways, thing. And then the size difference between the two of them, the second one being more clearly defined, mm-hmm. is that whatever steps you've currently just taken or are just taking, coming soon thereafter, a bigger opportunity. So one opportunity mm-hmm. possibly leading Ooh. to another. Oh, interesting. And then on the other side of that, if we're looking at whole picture here and we're going mountainside, I'm seeing some fog, a next challenge could be the steady climb into something mm. new opportunities ah. but also something new new ground fog not mi- distorting mm. our vision but then climbing that hillside going into the fog mm-hmm. coming across finding new things new opportunities and then kind of uh deciding for yourself what that will mean going forward oh, wow interesting as only small bits and pieces come when you're walking into fog when i imagine myself walking into fog i can only see what comes ahead of me but having it's- to navigate all of that new things that you'll be doing Quite possibly, if I was to interpret it. No, that makes sense. As far as to, like, you know, with the fog, you may not know what exactly lies ahead, but going anyways. Like you said, kind of like you just see it a little bit at a time, 
but it leads potentially to bigger, better things, especially on a hill. What I say, what I will say I do like about this though, is that it's, there's more dimension. Well, if I'm turning over a cup of Greek coffee Mm -hmm. into my plate and letting it rest and then turning it back over, I'm not getting a whole lot of dimension. I'm almost looking at what is essentially a two-dimensional picture. Mm. And while there are little bits and pieces Mm. in that, that I can interpret it those as in little bits and pieces, Mm. I'm not getting a whole picture all the time. But because the egg sinks into the water and depending on the depth of the bowl, I'm actually getting a three-dimensional picture that I'm able to see. That's super that really cool. Get yeah. Other forms yeah. Of I think that's interesting too because like you said before, I think a lot of people, especially if you don't practice divination regularly, um, we think of time in a very linear sense. Mm-hmm. Like if you put a frozen pizza in the oven, I would hope you have a li- linear sense of time because like it's going to be done in 12 minutes, right? right? But I think a lot of divination, we explore the idea of time being much more condensed than that. And I think anyone who's mm. lived through our current pandemic can relate to feelings of time being very flexible and very fluid. And I think with this, um, what I like about this form of divination, although it is a bit more challenging, is I think it really gets to that core of um, time being very three-dimensional and being more complex than the linear path that we usually see. Um, anything else you see? I do see a bit of the letter V. The letter V. The letter V. Do you see that through there? No. Um, I would say, no, that's fine. I would say that as like a V for victory. Oh, um, wow. Nice. I'll take that. Yeah. I would see you um, winning a, a contest this year. I'm not sure if you've Whoa. thought about contest or like entering a contest or a competition. Actually, we have had conversations <gasps> about that. Not, we'll just, I, listeners out there, I'm calling on you. I know there are like, vote for your favorite podcasts of the year. And yeah. uh, we never do anything about that. Well, I that. mean, to be fair, we've already won an award. That's true. We did win uh, when we were at, at Elgin Thousand. Fringe Fest, we That's won true. the um, producers award. the producers award. Um, but we no, we, we did have a conversation about that that we should look into those podcast awards. Yeah, I just want to say Ghostly is an award winning podcast, right? You know, yeah, <laughs> just sounds good. Anything else you're seeing that really strikes you? Uh, no, because I am seeing. What I said mm-hmm. I saw is still very clearly. It's so of, interesting yeah. too that it's like still there. Yeah, yeah. And because we've also been moving around the bowl a little bit. Yeah. Something that is interesting is so there's bubbles on the top, and there is you see this a lot in tassiography in general. I should mention tassiography is broadly any kind of divination using something you're drinking, and this is okay. very similar, kind of like same. Sure, I'm not sure. drinking that. Just yeah, so I you guys not. know. Yeah, <laughs> I would not drink. I'm not going to rocky that. This isn't your free workout. Exactly. Um. But there's a lot of debate over what the bubbles mean. So on this oh. one, we see some very clear bubbles. Um, some people in regards to like an egg cleanse, if an egg is used for like a cleansing purpose, will see bubbles as like the release of negative energy or even the evil eye. Some people see bubbles as very um, fortuitous or very positive. Other people see it as something kind of negative. Mm. It's very on either side, which I will admit from a skeptic mm. perspective is very hard to. Well, maybe that means I'm going to become a believer <laughs> over the course of the year. Um, slowly you know i don't think so i do see an interesting (laughs) sequence with numbers with uh one four two one four two because i see (gasps) one bubble really distinctively here four really distinctively here two here does that mean some no well 42 but um yeah no one what does 42 mean i okay Okay. I'm, I'm okay. 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 Um, but I would also be on the lookout this year for the number 142 to play an important role of some mm. prospect. Um, 
anything else that you would bring up before we take before we um scoot this aside and lovingly put it down their drain (laughs) (laughs) no and i will admit the one thing if you've never done this before okay i'm not crazy i'm so sorry i'm going yeah, 42 it's the answer to the universe you guys maybe oh, think yeah. like i was yeah, crazy yeah. and i was like well, <laughs> no, maybe i'm right. wrong and it's not 42 okay from sorry. hitchhiker's guide yeah as you mentioned too there's a lot of lore of how you dispose of this so if you've ever done divination or any kind of magical practice sometimes you're left with stuff that's and it's true. like okay now what it's like, like what do i do with this yeah. now right um and for this, I mean, I'm going to be honest, ghostly listeners, we're probably just going to put it down the drain. Okay. Drain yeah. it is. We can do it. When I used to be into magic, mm-hmm. uh, the thing that I would do is crossroads. put that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I would go into the crossroads and then yeah. learn how to play the guitar. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I used to um, throw it in like the backyard and on the mm. grass. So it helps yeah. something grow in the oh, process. But uh, it is snowing. So I don't yes. think it's going to help anything grow at this point. Yes. Except I, for ice. And I don't want any mom birds to get discouraged if we throw Oh my out. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Things took a dark turn. Mm. Um, but yeah. So egg okay. divination. Very exciting. Try it at home. If yeah. you do. Please send us your photos. Yes, please send us your photos. And right. maybe we can all help each other to interpret what yeah. we see. Yeah. Well, maybe we should take on. a break and mm-hmm. dispose of that. And then we'll come right back then. Sounds with, good. All right. With further stuff. All right. Pat, what do creepy stories funny ghost memes, and inside ghostly information have in common? Um, my life. (laughs) Well, yes, but (laughs) no, it's also Ghostly Society on Facebook. Oh, yeah, I mean, that too, of course. But aren't all ghostly listeners in Ghostly Society? Not yet. What? I mean, that means that they're missing out on all my jokes. Yeah, they are. And missing out on chatting and sharing with other listeners, and us, of course. We love talking to our listeners. If you haven't yet, you should consider joining our private group on Facebook called Ghostly Society. Let's hope now they will. Unless they're a woman in white. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, and we're back. Uh, you know, I was thinking about the two doorways because we are, this is like a preview of what's to come for mm-hmm. Ghostly. We are starting a new show called Ghostly X. <gasps> Spit take. And yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, that'll be announced in a future episode. But um, but yeah, so we are starting another show. So maybe that's the smaller door. And that will lead to uh, something at a bigger door. I don't know. And I was going to say, with the ghostly, can you tell us anything more about it? Yeah, a little bit. It's ghostly X uh, for extra. Yeah, extra, extra. Extra, extra. Because we're a little extra. Is it so. extreme? It's, it can it be, yeah. Be. We don't yeah. know where it's going to go Snap exactly. into a ghostly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to do interviews during that, and we're going to do um, news of the week and listener feedback. But uh, yeah, you're going to have to wait till a future episode to hear more details about that. So Yeah, but uh, it's, we're very excited. We're hoping it's going to help propel us to uh, new heights as ghostly. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 
Well, and speaking of Ghostly's future, let's do one final form of divination to end. And we're going to end with my favorite form of divination, which is tarot. Mm. Of course. This is, this is scary to me, this part. Why is it scary to Because you? of how accurate you were last time. I mean, it was so crazy. Yeah. I, you know, it's been... Tarot readings, I do... So many a well week. over a thousand in a year. Oh yeah! Wow! Wow! I think my average for readings is twelve hundred a year, That's which is oh my crazy. god! I mean, I've we worked an event together about three weeks ago where we did. Well, I did less, but he read for almost every single person in the room, and I'm going to guess that in about three hours he had done fifty readings. Oh, oh, oh my god! Um, and I mean, and I've done readings um, for universities from. New York to California. I have private clients now. Um, I do different events. International clients. International clients. Um, Wow. And it's become a really exciting part of our business. I think for me, it's the other side of the coin. So like, Mm. I love the mind reading we do. And that's obviously like a show. And it's fun and it's exciting. And there's always jokes. And we always get the pin number. You've seen us. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Excellent show. and I feel like for me, tarot is the spiritual component of our business. It's what brings me a lot of kind of grounding. And it, for me, it's not as um, like this. I would say it's the most show busy thing I do with tarot annually is like this. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's usually a very yeah. intimate yes, thing. I mean, Pat and I have both read tarot for people. too. Yeah, we always yes. talk about that. And, you know, it is a it is a very it can be very emotional conversation. Well, I, I stopped, though. Intimate. I stopped because I did a reading for one person. And then she called me up two days later and was like, you have to do another reading right now. Mm. And then I did that reading. And then two days later from then, you have to do another reading. Mm -hmm. And so I made up a rule that uh, the cards don't change uh, until the moon has changed. It Mm. complete, complete phases. So, you know, and people often ask me, Pat, they'll be like, you know, they'll have a great reading. They'll be like, so when do I do my next one? How often? And I always tell people, you know, for me, I would say my favorite clients, I might read for once, twice a year. Yeah. And I always tell people, and I'm very upfront about this, I say, if you feel like you need me more than two, maybe three times a year, and obviously there's situations where people want guidance or they just enjoy like the luxury experience of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We definitely have some clients who are very um, well off, uh, I think would be like a polite way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um and I understand if they just want like the luxury experience of it, like that's sure. fine. Um, but I always tell people if you feel like you need one frequently, then there's probably a different professional who can better help yeah. you with your needs, whether Absolutely. that be um, a financial advisor, a medical professional, a therapist. And I always make that very clear when I'm working with clients. Is there some questions I will not answer? Mm-hmm. I'm always happy to reword a question with people. Yeah. Um, often, you know, I'll ask like, well, why are you asking that? Yeah. And, you know, and often that leads to a better question because I want questions that are focused on the querent, the individual I'm reading for, um, and empowers them and lets them know that they have free will and hopefully leaves them feeling not only, you know, like amazed at the accuracy, mm-hmm. of course, because um, I don't want people to have a magical experience. But I also want them to feel empowered to make good choices yes. and to act in responsible ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so unfortunately, this year, at least at present, there'll probably be no lotto numbers. Mm. <laughs> um, but who knows? So what Never we're going to do is I brought my tarot deck with me. I'm going to give half to Pat and half okay. to Rebecca. Okay. And this is a Rider Waite? Yes, it's a Rider okay. Waite Smith deck. And as you Ooh. shuffle, um, oh. the reason I add that extra name is, so this oh. deck originally published early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Um, Rider is the uh, 
publishing company of yes. the original deck. Um, Arthur, Sir Arthur Waite was the um, member of the Order of the Golden Dawn and the mm-hmm. occultist who guided Pamela Coleman Smith, or Pixie, uh, through the illustrative process. Right. So what makes this deck really important and distinct, and it's like the most like standard tarot deck in the world, yes. um, is... It was one of the first decks to fully illustrate the minor arcana. So instead of seeing like three um, pentacles, you'd see three pentacles within a larger image, which gotcha. helps um, elicit um, different intuitive elements and also is more evocative if you're Absolutely. using it creatively. Absolutely. Um, and also the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn was just a very important magical society in England. Yeah, we haven't gotten to that one on the show yet, yeah, but I, I think eventually. Ghostly X. Ghostly <laughs> X. Send your mail too. <laughs> yeah, I you know, actually I would love to do um secret societies <gasps> on Ghostly X too, because I, I love secret societies. Yes. We cannot talk about this on the air. I hate when people do this on podcasts, <laughs> but ask us about the work we did with a secret society. Oh. We, that is all, that is all I can say about this now. Um, oh, wow. But because it was, well, because being we, held to an NDA. <laughs> yeah, because we, we had a very detailed non-disclosure agreement we had to sign with them, but it was very interesting. We are uh, interesting. I, I enjoyed myself, but I find weird things enjoyable, so. Oh, oh I, I love it. Like, you know, like the odd fellas and stuff like that. That's a really great, Great one, and I I, I did a blood drive for one, <laughs> the Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, I did a I did a blood drive for them, and while I was doing it, they're like, yeah, yeah, just you know, make yourself comfortable. And I went into like one of their secret rooms. <gasps> no, and I was like, oh my god, I don't know what happens in here, but I want to see this. Right, it, it looked amazing. There were swords and <gasps> all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, Pat and Rebecca, if you could hand me yes. both your hands. Thank you. I'm going to give them a mix together. And really, we're just looking at the year ahead for Ghostly. So what does 2022 look like for the podcast, yeah. right? All right. We're not quite going into global affairs. This is Ghostly's year ahead. If you want your own year ahead, Mayfieldmatch.com, book a reading. There you go. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do a three-card spread just to keep it really um easy for you to kind of follow if you're listening mm-hmm. along and what we'll do is we'll also take a photo of this and we will post it to the ghostly facebook page when this episode is um released so if you're not on it i don't know why it's the best it is the <laughs> only thing keeping me on facebook so i know right yeah i don't really go on my own page very much but i go on yeah. ghostly <laughs> yeah. i love i love ghostly society so we're just going to do a very simple past present future spread just to keep it easy to follow the first card we see within the past is the two of swords this would tell me last year um was a time for decision making uh but very difficult decisions uh, so we see this card when we're feeling like we're in a place of limbo um if you're not familiar with tarot cards what it looks like is it's a figure um she's in front of a body of water she has these two huge broadswords. she's blindfolded and she's weighing her options um, so this is really a card that I think about with turning inward. The blindfold isn't so much to make you feel like, uh, it's not like a scary blindfold. It's more of a feeling of, I want to look inward and I don't want, need to look outward for decisions being made. So this, mm. I would say la- last year, 2021 was really your year for looking inward for important decisions, really balancing the two, especially with two of you, I'd see a lot of balancing going on, um, uh, but definitely challenging decisions, decisions that were very hard to make. Yeah, definitely. I I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
I mean, I did get sick and we had to come back from that and that was hard. It was a, it was a rebuilding almost. So yeah, yeah. definitely. And also, uh, I think again, all the things that are going to happen this year were all based on decisions made or in the new year are going to be made, uh, were made this year or last year. This is coming out on the first. Right. Anyways, 2021, (laughs) we made a lot of hard decisions that I think are going to hopefully pay off in 2022. So let's take a peek at the present. In the present, we see the Nine of Wands. And for me, this is really a card about surviving. Um, So it shows this figure. There are all these um, sticks behind them. And they look kind of war-torn. And when we see this in the present, uh, for me, it means that a lot of work is going into ghostly right now. So now it's like a really busy time. And obviously, you know, like we run our own business. uh, Shane and I is the Mayfields. Um, And there's definitely times that are busier, times that are quieter. This would tell me now is really a time for a lot of intense work. It would also tell me that there's lots of obstacles that you're currently facing at present that you're facing head on. Mm. So there's challenges that are going on within kind of the the future for ghosting, what you're planning, and you're really like just taking them as they come. Um, I often see this as a card where people are feeling a little weary, but they're also having to really be assertive. So they might feel a little tired, but they see the importance of really um, going forward and making that happen for themselves. How do you feel about that compared to where you are at the moment? Oh, I mean, definitely. I mean, because we recently became a business ourselves. So we're Ghostly Podcast LLC um, just because we wanted to split our finances and decide you know what we're doing and how uh where money's being spent because if it all comes out of my checking account i don't have any idea how much money i'm spending on ghostly (laughs) i pat i i can relate to that a little too well i I don't want to get on a tangent (laughs) (laughs) no but and i definitely feel like again we've got a lot of these great changes coming and it definitely feels overwhelming but also absolutely right needed Mm -hmm. we got to we're doing it yeah. And yeah. I think that really relates to this card, this feeling of like, I'm in battle, but I'm tired, but I'm still in battle. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a card like, say, the tower that shows like, sure, you know, things are crumbling or in a destructive mm-hmm. place, which sometimes is very necessary with the cycles of our life. Yeah. But this is really a card of saying like, I'm really sticking to it in mm-hmm. a You're building. time. We're building. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Right. Um, as we look towards the future, we see the nine of pentacles. Now, this for me is a card um, when the material world is really in its... Um, abundance. This is also a card of great sensitivity to the things around you. Um, I want to be clear that sometimes in tarot we talk about the physical world or the metaphysical world, and this Mm -hmm. is really a physical world card. Um, So it's not ideas, but actual things. So I would say 2022 is a year for not only abundance, but especially material abundance. Not and, and not to discount feelings of like, I feel good that we achieved that, mm-hmm. but having like physical things to show for it, being able to enjoy the physical material mm. aspects. Um, it's often a card that's also associated with good financial achievement. Ooh, well, that's, I mean, becoming a business, that, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> that would be convenient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but now that all the cards are kind of out uh, on the table, the first thing that I find interesting is it's all minor arcana and no major arcana cards. Mm. Um, so for me, minor arcana are really the cards of everyday life. Um, mm-hmm. Cards saying that this is the time for working and not necessarily the time for lofty dreaming, which I think is really what is going on right now. It's about um, getting hands-on and probably taking more action. Mm-hmm. Um 
But I think that we're in the past where maybe more like dreaming, um, imagining, planning. This is really the time for like very physical, very tactile work forward. Um, We also, I think it's interesting that there's two nines, um, both in the present and in the future. Uh, Nines are often seen in tarot as uh, cards of um, like maturing um, Mm -hmm. or fulfillment. Um, And for me, I think that there is a lot of positive things going on at the moment. Uh, but it's being met with a lot of kind of like gritty work. <laughs> so yeah. um, there's definitely a sense of like now's the time for working. But what I think is interesting is that the card in the present, which is very much like this battle-worn card, the future card is very relaxed. So we see that even though in the present we're kind of tired, the future card is really kind of – um. I would say, like, stop and smell the roses. Mm. Um, mm. Another element of this card, and, you know, you can look up the Rider Waite Smith deck online for free, um, is that there's um, falconry presented in it. The, oh. the figure's holding a falcon. Um, and for me, that really kind of sticks out. Um, falconry is seen as, um, like, a pastime of wealthy, uh, but also depicts controlling the natural world. Um, and I think the question that I would see that I would kind of, like, pose to both of you is, and the question I would pose any Aquarian or the person I'm reading for is, are you the falcon or are you the, the falcon mm. or the person doing it? Are you the person like holding dominion over nature in like a very intense way? Um, or are you being ruled by the, the instincts around you, maybe even feeling blind at times? I'm thinking back to what you said earlier, um, Shane, with the um, ovomancy, with like the fog and making sure that you're being clear. I would almost see this as um, a suggestion that going forward to make sure that you're being very clear in the things coming ahead and that clarity will play an especially important role. Obviously, clarity is always important, um, but especially with feelings of, you know, what am I seeing? Am I seeing things accurately? How can I move the fog? How can I remove the hood of the falcon? Um, and making sure that we're not purely um, acting on instinct alone. Wow. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's difficult for me with the work and stuff because I, I am the dreamer. I mean, I, even though I'm the skeptic, you would think I'd be a lot more grounded, but I am the dreamer. I'm the planner. I'm the one that is like, oh my God, I want to do this, 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 and this. And then one of those things happen yeah. and the rest <laughs> of them just fall away. Uh, so that's hard for me. And I think currently right now we are the Falcon and we need to not be the Falcon anymore. So that that is a very interesting card to come up at that place too. Yeah, yeah. to me, I feel like, right, that I am instantly, for me, it was that we're the Falconer. Um, working to try to take, or we want to be, I should say, mm-hmm. um, where we want to have control um, yeah. as much as possible, but also um, in a positive grow growth way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like in a in a good way. Um, but instead of just being like, well, let's see what happens. Yeah. You know, like we put mm. stuff out there and hopefully people listen, you know, like yeah. <laughs> that it's, uh, no, we, we, you know, we love our content and we, and we, we certainly love the episodes we do, but being a little, being a little bit more thoughtful about the episodes that we do mm-hmm. and growing, um, what we're providing. Um, I think, uh, you know, our, we did C2E2, which was fantastic. And I do yeah, think having amazing. more yeah. live, things if possible if the world lets us mm-hmm. uh you know um i think again just kind of growing and doing different things and trying to uh do that but i do think i can see the fog you know what i mean where it's like we don't know where all that's going to go right but the hope is the more those little things that you do the more you reach out that you never know 
Hopefully yeah. the growth comes from that. And you don't know which ones are going to work and which mm-hmm. ones aren't, you know. Um, you know, a point that you both brought up that I thought was so interesting was in the present, there's there's one figure on the card. It's very one focused. Mm-hmm. Where in the past and in the future, we see a duality. In the mm-hmm. past, we see the two, and there's two of you. Mm-hmm. So definitely not only duality of decisions, but duality of people. And in the future, it's interesting also seeing the mixture of the the figure in the card, mm-hmm. but also the falcon. Because I think that also speaks mm-hmm. to your duality as individuals. Absolutely. Um, and I think really any good relationship, whether it be a podcast or even a marriage like um, what we have, is this feeling of how do we bring our skills together? How do we use the different skills we have to create something really exciting? I do rein him in. That is true. Mm -hmm. He has all the big ideas. (laughs) And then I say, but. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, but there is things, you know, that we do separately that, you know, this is this is my part of ghostly and this is her part of ghostly. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that can mix sometimes but it, it's it's always pretty standard like that so in various times we both play both of those roles yeah um so what we're going to do now for our listeners is we are going to do a card for the year ahead so if you this is for everybody this is for everyone if Ooh, you're listening not just for the ghostly. world yes so shane if you could shuffle the cards if you are listening right now this card is for you so right now Ooh, very exciting i think we have we done this before i feel like we did i asked last time yeah, for a message for the for world a message um, for everybody now do i remember what it was i don't but go back and listen and remember. wow that's us. a good shuffle it was a good shuffle well, yeah. <laughs> not good at shuffling i don't feel <laughs> married to a tarot reader um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you shuffle very well. Yeah. Thank you. I'm actually, I mean, I, I like playing poker, but I don't shuffle very well. So I'm learning how to shuffle. I was myself, not going to out so. you on that, but yeah, yes, I have been, improved. I've been working on it. Yeah. You know what we've actually been speaking of games, but we've been playing a lot at home, not to get completely distracted is um, Senate. Not, not at all Senate. like poker, which is not all except, but just speaking of creepy, spooky things oh. before we reveal the card for the collective. Yes. Uh, does, any big so we just finished kind of the holiday season my favorite gift this year which uh my husband got me was senate which is this ancient egyptian game which is supposed to show like the progression of like that the space traveling through the underworld like traveling through the underworld wow Wow. and it's a super fun game i've really been enjoying it so very cool wow i gotta look that up that sounds fun other spooky gifts before we reveal a card for the collector Uh, on the spot i'm sorry no no (laughs) uh i did get a couple of books that i'm excited about um one that i've been debating using for ghostly book club um yeah, one we've done an episode on too. What? You know, yeah, there's a book on haunted castles. <gasps> yeah, um, but there's also another book. Yeah, about something we've done an episode on. Um, That's true. That I don't know if I should say. Yeah, it's okay. We can. Well, I so because again, I haven't decided yet. So we'll see what the interest is. But it's on spirit photography. <gasps> is it the apparitionist? Uh, I believe so. It's uh, it's the one. It's very. Uh, it's about what's his name? The guy. I wish you could see our faces right now. Yeah. Yes. No, <laughs> I don't know that it's the apparitionist. Might be. I don't know, but I listened to a podcast on the book, and it's super interesting. It's a nonfiction. Oh, it's a nonfiction. Okay. It's about and the like kind of yeah. one of the uh, the big spirit photographers. The one that did the, the 
Mary Todd oh. Lincoln time frame, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. The person, was this the one where the court case ended with P.T. Barnum? Yes, yes. Yes. So I read a similar book about that. There's also a Chicago connection. We will get to the card for the collective. If you're <laughs> waiting, I imagine, mm. like, just... Anticipating. Like, yeah. steam out the side of your ears. Um, there was a very famous spirit painter's. In the Chicago oh. six, um, the Chicago historically called the Bangs Sisters, Ooh. and oh. they are very worth investigating. I do not want to get too tangential. I'll talk to you about it at dinner. If you're a listener, you can just imagine you had the craziness with our champagne and tuxedos. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, they were very famous, very rich. I would say, as someone who very much toes the line between believer and skeptic, I'm quite skeptical of their work um but who knows maybe at a future I mean, episode have me back please okay. <laughs> so okay so, so they would that? paint and that would be a prediction like, what it would be is they would take two canvases put them face to face lock them oh. in the box and then a, a painting without any brush marks would appear that oh. showed your departed loved one Wow, hey. that's amazing. Um, so there's lots of interest. Yeah. So now that you're all thoroughly teased and tantalated, yes. um, let's right, get back go. to this card for the collective. Let's do it. All right. So this year, if you're listening for 2022, your ghostly card is the King of Pentacles, Ooh. which is not a bad card, ghostly. You did no, all right, listeners. it is not. Um, so this year, um, I would say, is like a year for uh, security and finding success. Um, I, I would say like this is a year for feeling like a king. Um, sometimes when we're finding success, I often note when I'm, you know, like working with clients and stuff, um, things can feel all over the place. Um, where other times it's really paired with a lot of stability. I really feel uh, like this is more the latter um, I would also invite our listeners to be on the lookout for a male identifying individuals, uh, individual in the role, in like a power role. Um, often we would see this with like bosses or people in finances, but it could really be anyone and specifically someone who would play a positive role in their life mm. this year. Now, if you enjoyed uh, the reading with the spirit of photography slash painting interruption yes <laughs> um and you're interested in booking your own virtual reading you can go to my website mayfieldmagic.com may like the month field like a field of flowers mayfieldmagic.com to book an appointment and for ghostly listeners if you use the code ghostly 22 all caps um ghostly 22 you will get 22 percent off any virtual reading. Wow. Right? That's very wow. generous. And I love that it's virtual too. Because mm -hmm. yeah. especially, you know, nowadays, I mean, it's it's difficult. Yes. Well, and even without that, it's yeah. like, who has time to drive somewhere? You know, Where are you going? It's interesting. Like, I did a house call last week and I was just like, I have to drive. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and especially Chicago Land Park. And I was like, ah. Uh. Yeah. Um, Good thing for GPS. Right. You know? I, if, if there was no GPS... I'd have to be in a different profession. <laughs> <laughs> um, would have to live where he works. Yes. Well, back in the day, we used to print out MapQuest. Right. Sure there's a listener yeah. who's like, back in the day, throws down Victrola. You'd with your parents, right? and they'd yeah. be like, all right, where are you? Someone was always in charge of like flipping the page yeah. and yeah. following along. Unfolding the, I remember. the mosaic. Well, yeah. I remember not having either of those what? things. No. <laughs> Following the sun. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> you just had to look it up. Or I remember having the maps in the car. <laughs> Whoa. Um, but yes, if you want a virtual reading, use the coupon, coupon code GHOSTLY22. Um, it is good for the entire year of 2022. That's amazing. Oh, that's Thank awesome. Thank you so much. Um, and it can only be used once. And even if you've had a reading from me before, I know there's some ghostly listeners who have mm -hmm. um, used my services before. 
It's 22% off again. So I hope to see you online. Yeah, you might as well do it. Can they, can they use this to buy it as a gift for someone too? Of course. Yeah. And just make those checks out to cash. No, I'm kidding. Just like purchase one and I'll walk you through it. <laughs> no, Wait, people excited. still write checks? I, I mean, that's the true mystery. Am I right? Yeah, right? <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for coming back on and doing the prediction episode. Uh, it was one of the highlights of 2021 for us um, because, I mean, not just because it was accurate, but I mean, we just kept talking about it throughout the year going like, I wonder what this is, what this is going to be and what that. And it just... Yeah, I mean, I I really enjoyed it, and uh, the community loves you. So we are we are always thankful to have you, and welcome, Shane. You know, I I'm so glad to have yeah, you, get on you ghostly finally. On ghostly. Thank you. <laughs> I've been very scared. Oh, you shouldn't be scared. It's just a microphone that everybody hears, and <laughs> yeah. on the internet, and yeah, now you can't we can't hide anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, Rebecca, it seems like we have our work cut out for us in 2022. Yes, we are ready to um, explore this uh, foggy future up the stairs. Yeah, it's going to be good. So there's going to the be V and all there, that stuff. Yeah. The, yeah. But I mean, hopefully at the end, we do get that V, that victory, and everything is successful. And, um, but, you know, we, like to put forth the work into ghostly yes it, hard work will earn us the successful future very exciting that's that's what i hear at least. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i want to thank everyone so much for listening to our surprise prediction episode uh, that we've secretly been planning with jacob mayfield for a little while now uh, i am so glad that shane was able to come on to I love Shane's sense of humor. Uh, I don't know if it came through in the podcast, but it he just he makes me laugh all the time. Yeah. Well, we just appreciate uh so much all of the hard work that uh Jacob uh and Shane put into all, everything that they do. Yeah. And they just show up ready. They are with all, true everything ready to go. It's like, "Oh my gosh, that's great." Yeah. Although, uh, disclaimer, the egg was a ghostly egg. I did, we did provide the egg, that is and true. And the bowl, and, and the, the water. And the bowl and the water. So, I mean, it really was our prediction with the doorway and the stuff. Yeah, yeah it, it was using <laughs> It was using all of our stuff. <laughs> uh, our next episode is scheduled to come out on January 5th. And, oh my God, let me tell you what we're planning on doing. So we decided that we want to give back to the dedicated fans that we have in these huge cities that have made us big, right? So we want to do one of the most haunted locations in our top downloaded cities. Yeah, so our top, the, the, the top most haunted in Ghostly's top <laughs> most listened places. Yeah. Most listened cities. Cities. Yes. Wow, yes. that's hard to say. I don't know, but we're starting there and we'll keep going. Uh, but it's it's a really going to be in a very exciting series. And uh, it just we just dive into the creepy. Absolutely. And this first one that we're going to be doing, it comes out on January 5th. And it will be the Entity House in L.A. It's actually a suburb of L.A., but same same difference. Um. This is the house that the movie that came out in 1982, 1983-ish, 
uh, is based upon, right? Is yes. the location of that. Yes. And uh, so we got we get the movie, the entity, the house, the entity. I will tell you, uh, I, I hope he doesn't mind me saying, but Shane is from California. Yes. And he was so stoked for this episode. Yes. When we told him about it, he got a little sneak sneak peek. So uh, very excited just a few days from now. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I will tell you that this is going to be one of our spookiest episodes of all times. Most scary episode of Ghostly of all times. And there are some trigger things. So if you are triggered by um, rape or violence or abuse, uh, you may want to take caution when listening to this next episode. Yeah, there's going to be a lot going on. Uh, But I'm saying we're diving into 2022. With no holds barred. No, we're going. We're going hardcore. Hardcore ghost, ghost, scary, scary, paranormal, paranormal, most everything. Absolutely. And in the next episode, we will be talking all about our ghostly X episodes that are coming out too. What? Which is going to be extra extreme, maybe explicit, experimental, experimental. Yeah, yeah. I think let's be a little <laughs> careful with the explicit. Yeah. <laughs> We don't mean anything maybe like... Maybe explicit topics, maybe explicit uh, again, words. Yeah, there you go. I think we're in... <laughs> well, we might go to like, you know, a little bit darker spots. There you go. But we're these. not becoming like something that you don't... You will still recognize. This. Yeah, when I say hardcore, I'm just talking about being a podcast. <laughs> we're not... Yeah. But you can find our OnlyFans page over at... (laughs) No, just kidding. No, no, no. Um, But until next time, stay ghostly. Bye.